Oscar, where's 1049 Park Avenue? This is 1049 Park Avenue! Can two divorced men share an apartment without driving each other crazy? Hello, and welcome to 1049 Park Avenue, to an odd couple podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the season three finale of The Odd Couple, entitled The Murray Who Came to Dinner, which aired March 23rd, 1973. Uh, before we talk about it, we should note that according to what I read, I think on the Facebook page, is Larry Gelman, who played Vinny, died on oh, June no. 7th. Yes. Oh, no. It wasn't widely reported, but there was a posting on Facebook and took us to somebody's blog, who's a friend of his, who noted that he that he passed. Oh. Let's dedicate. I, let us dedicate this, this episode to, to Larry, which Gilman. Vinny is not in, right? Uh, to to the memory of Larry Gilman. So this was the final episode to air of season three. But according to our friend Lee on Facebook and the book, the twenty fifth anniversary Odd Couple Companion, which I believe you now have, Garrett, correct? I have obtained a rare copy, and by rare, I mean, you is know, is it a rare? Of... <laughs> is the copy well, is... rare, or you're saying the book is rare? <laughs> well, uh, it is a. I got a used copy uh, off the internet uh, at a. Some were going at quite a high price. I got one of the cheaper used ones, so it is apparent. The, the fact that there were some going at a high price told me that it's not well, a lot just, of them still Before you get into the book, so this, according to yep. that book, and you, I know you want to yes. talk more about this, this episode was filmed early in the season, and the main reason that that's important is that the furniture, which just changed over in the prior episode to a new style that they ultimately ended up with, is now not there. It is there, kind of, when we get to the next episode, season four, episode one, but in this episode, we're back to what we saw before Take My Furniture. Yes, exactly. It confirms what you suspected last time, that Take My Furniture is an obvious ending of the season because they're changing the whole set. And, uh, and it's also a good episode to go out on. Uh, but indeed, I, according to Mr. Gross and his 24th anniversary Odd Couple Companion, a fascinating read, um, got uh it covers some aspects of the play and the film as well as later as of 1989 later versions such as the new odd couple and gives a preview of the the uh, odd couple reunion show which had not yet been made um so but the feature of is, is his, his episode guide and his episode guide is different from every other because it's not in order of uh the air air dates now, he never explains how he knows the order of their uh, being taped. Um, but he seems to have had a lot of content. He gives a lot of interviews. He has a lot of comments, actually, from the staff, from the creative team about these episodes, which is also something uh, going forward, perhaps, to in integrate into our podcast. So his list of episodes is in a totally different order than what we're used to. And indeed, Murray came to dinner is was the um, third episode filmed for season three. Um, Does it have so any insight very, as to why they held it to the last? Um, it say, it I that? have a theory. Yeah. But I will, I'm going to wait until the other question we uh, circulating around this episode is the actress involved. Oh, and I have a theory relating oh, right. to talked the about actress. That. Okay. So right. why, don't, why don't we, I'll get to that when I talk to that. But the last thing I want to say about the whole issue of or, episode order, it's very, it sometimes can be informative to see the order they made them in, which is sort of like the, not the order they were literally written in, but the order the scripts were approved in. Um, but that does not necessarily mean they were intended to air at those times. So the biggest example of that, spoiler alert, is that, the final episode of the series, the season series finale at the end of season five was not the last episode film. Oh, that's, I did not know that. That's very interesting. <laughs> and so what you find, which and that is clearly confirmed here as supposed to be the end of the show. Um, so it seems more obvious that it just was practical, like who's the actors who are available. Uh, that's a lot, a lot as much to do with when to slate them for taping, even if they knew already when it would air. And another odd thing, 
odd, pardon the pun, thing about the end of season three is that while uh, Take My Furniture, Please, it was, seems a sensible one to end the season with, uh, they actually filmed the next episode of the first episode of season four right after it. Gloria moves in. Oh, even though it did not air until the fall. Theodore. Wow. I didn't know that either. That's very unusual. And in order to do all this, in order to film episodes and hold them, you have to really have a very advanced episode. Yes. yes. And what surprised me the most is looking at the beginning of the season, especially with the, uh, you know, Murray came to dinner. They must've done a lot over the summer. They must've started. They, because by September, Gloria Hallelujah, not to get too much in the weeds here, but Gloria Hallelujah, which is the first one that aired on September 15th, was the fifth one they filmed. Yeah, I don't know you can get away with this today. No, right. No, yeah. But also notice they feel they're, they're finishing their seasons in March. Yes, so, yeah, that's right. I do notice that. This so who knows, this- maybe... Maybe they did. Maybe they tacked on that one with the, you know, Gloria moves in just to get have a longer summer vacation. Uh, yeah, because this episode is a finale and it did air March 23rd, which is very unusual even then to have finales that early. Yeah. And just to, to, to let you know, uh, it ha- Murray came to dinner. I had to be taped before September 15th. So it's airing six months after it was recorded. All right. Well, let's get into it. So we have a cab that pulls up to the San Remo. We see a very rare speaking of rare for this season close-up shot of felix vacuuming the rug it has a season one feel to that yeah, introductory right. image it's a cutaway yeah oscar walks in no, it's, i wouldn't call it a cutaway it's a close-up oh. of felix and then it 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 zooms out oh it's, zo- oh, it's a zoom out oh zoom okay, out, right. yeah i forgot yeah oscar walks in and he starts complaining to felix but felix cannot hear anything oscar's saying because of the vacuum but the closed captioning does show what Oscar's saying to Felix. And maybe you can hear it if you pay attention, but it says, Felix, you're not going to believe this. Do you know what happened? You know what happened? You know what my paper did? They switched my Wednesday column to Tuesday, which used to be my day off. And now Wednesday's my day off, which does me no good. Outside of the fact that he apparently has to write a newspaper column for in one day, I don't understand why this is a big deal. Why is Wednesday, is there a horse betting thing? Why is Wednesday not helpful but tuesday is i don't do you know first world problems as we said today but what is um, the problem i mean you well your your guest there is is, is probably as, uh, as good an insight into his uh, oscar madison's priorities my sense is that because it's like it's not even intended to be heard <laughs> that oh, it it's over the vacuum cleaner right. that it's maybe even ad-libbed to some extent you know yeah, this whole they have to like fill in something. Yeah, this whole Oscar having a problem thing is a MacGuffin, I think, because right. it, yes. it doesn't really matter. It's just the or fact a red herring or something like that. <laughs> it, no, red uh, red like, herring is misleading. Well, Mac- MacGuffin means something that's a that's a isn't the MacGuffin something that's a plot device that doesn't really matter what the, it is. Well, the MacGuffin is the that it's needed as a plot device, but the content, the specific content of the device does, does not matter. Isn't that, it's could so that's exactly what this is? Yes. Okay. So if you know what a MacGuffin is, why would you say it's a red herring? <laughs> I associate the MacGuffin more with like the Hitchcock, who's Hitchcock, right. the this, device, as yes. like the bomb or the, the code or the thing that's in right. the case. You and know? that's what this is. So uh, that elevates. Uh, yes. Uh, okay. I'll go with that. Yeah. The Murray has to be annoying to Oscar for some reason. Right. Because okay. Oscar has to do something. But you, it was your point also that it's, I mean, you basically said it's a MacGuffin, but then said yes. it's not a MacGuffin. <laughs> All right. So uh, while he's complaining about this newspaper article, he starts taking off his coat and making a mess all over the floor, as he usually does. Felix says he can't hear him. Oscar says, will you shut that thing off? I've got a column due out tomorrow. I haven't written a word. Felix says, first time I've seen a man in a room self-destruct in five seconds, which is yet, I think, another, I think they've done more than one Mission Impossible reference. They've definitely done more than one. Ah, ah uh, right, right. Because of, <laughs> as, as we said, Mission Impossible, which was winding down at this point, was obviously very, had been very popular and still is today. Yeah. Uh, he says, you leave clothing the way Hansel and Gretel left gingerbread, crumb, gingerbread crumbs. What am I going to do with you? Oscar says, leave me alone so I can write. And he starts to type. Felix says, sure, write. More crumpled papers all over my room. It's like living with a parade. And he says this while he's picking up all the stuff that Oscar had dropped. 
And Oscar says, you know how I am when I have to beat a deadline. Felix says, yeah, I know. However, Oscar says, can you hold your however till I finish this column? I think I can bat it out if I get a roll on. Okay. Felix bends down. He picks up a banana peel and throws it on the desk. Felix says, Oscar. Oscar says, what? Felix says, actually, Felix knocks on the typewriter, which prompts Oscar <laughs> to get annoyed and say, Felix? Felix says, remember last week's poker game? Oscar says, you might find a scorpion in your wheat germ. <laughs> Felix says, you remember how despondent Murray was because he had a fight with his wife. He didn't touch his knockworth. Knockworst. Oscar says, look at this. a soap opera about Murray and knockworst. I got a column to get out. Felix says, they broke up. Oscar then kind of like stops what he's doing and says, Murray and Mimi split. Felix says he left home this morning. Oscar says, that is too bad. You know what? We'll take him out to dinner. We'll cheer him up as soon as I finish the column. Okay, buddy, but let me get it out. Felix then stands there just staring at Oscar while he types. And Oscar says, hey, look what I just wrote. Felix is staring. What is it? <laughs> I love that. And then Felix, Felix says, is staring. one more thing about Murray, at which point Murray comes out from the back uh, bedrooms in his pajamas with a toothbrush in his hand and says hi oscar can i borrow your toothpaste and we go to commercial why does he say that to oscar how does he know whose toothpaste is who i guess maybe uh, felix's looks neater but why would right. he borrow like why does he say that to oscar wasn't there once a hint that they had two bathrooms Yes, in fact, we we we've had that discussion. There were three bathrooms. I think they said there, right? But it's just yeah. it's a weird. I mean, obviously, it's done to get Maria. It's funny. To talk to it's Oscar a great. Yeah, it's right? a great reveal. Right. Yeah. All right. So after credits, um, we lean into what we're not lean into. We will play our first clip, which comes right after the uh, opening credits. No, he wants to be with his friends at a time like this. Oscar, have you forgotten what it's like when your marriage went bye-bye? The best part of my marriage was the bye-bye. <laughs> Murray, please, you're welcome to stay. I'm sorry you have problems and everything, but just excuse me for a little while, okay? Make your bed, Murray. What bed? Three o'clock in the afternoon. Murray's on the midnight to 8 a.m. shift. It's my bedtime. Yeah, but this isn't your bed place. Felix, I gotta work out here. Let him sleep in my room. He's been punished enough. You go work <laughs> You know I always fall asleep on my typewriter when I do that. This is an emergency. His wife kicked him out. She thinks he's carrying on with another woman. Can you imagine? <laughs> you with another woman? Of course not. Why don't you straighten her out then? Because I am involved, but not the way Mimi thinks. You see, I got assigned to protect a public figure. And out of gratitude, she gave me her picture. To my favorite fuzz. Love Chi Chi Rita Caballero, captain of the Jersey City Jammers. Your wife thinks you're involved with a roller skating queen? She found skates under my bed. Well, Can you prove they were yours? How? Chi Chi and I were the same size. Maybe said it was either Chi Chi or her. And I couldn't let her dictate to me, not when it comes to police work. I just couldn't. Oh, Murray, you did the right thing. We. We all understand that. Murray, look. Look what I've got you. i got a nice pillow for you, you see? It's fluffy. And this isn't filled with down plucked from the body of some murdered duck. This is foam rubber. It will allow for the indentation of your head and nose and other part of your face. It's nice. Okay. What's the matter? Something wrong? Well, evidently, I'm not a step. It's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm not wearing my jammies. I'm going to take my typewriter. I'm going to put it on a murdered duck pillow. <laughs> Felix, maybe I better go live somewhere else. There's a nice little hotel by the river. No, no river. Now, Oscar's just as glad as I am to have you here. He just expresses himself badly. Yes, I miss Mimi so much. Oh, come on. You big lug. <laughs> I see that brave Murray smile. So obviously there's a dubbed in line there. Yeah. Yes. Although very obviously. <laughs> yes, and it's not because he was turned or facing something. And there is an insert of the publicity photo of Chi Chi, which is kind of an extra effort to actually show the actual picture, but and it's signed yeah. and it says kind of basically what 
Well, Oscar so, Reeves. Well, it's it's also necessary in a way to because we're going to see that uh, it's a setup for when that character appears. But it's I don't know if it's necessary to have oh, it helps. Insert. Okay, no, it's like, not it helps. Yes, it helps. It helps. Yeah. Uh, now, did you prepare any uh, discussion about the roller derbies, Ted? No. Would you like to? I mean, it's, you, it's, I, I know, but I was hoping you did. Oh, well, I, I mean, like we talked about, this is one of those 70s fads that we Odd Couple has gotten into that was a big deal in the 70s. Roller Derby was kind of like a hot sport. You had the movie Rollerball also. Right. And I didn't think there's that much to say outside of it was a 70s thing that was pretty popular that faded away. And with, with women. It was like yes. a women's sport. Yeah, I mean, sport, there were so-called. Yeah. I think women, it's just kind of like women's wrestling at the time. Yeah, right. It, it was, was really good. a spectacle for yeah. men to come watch right. scantily clad women like knock each other over. Yeah. That, that seems to be what what Lulu or Chi-Chi. Was Chi-Chi, Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi. There's Chi-Chi, Chi-Chi and Lulu and Boom Boom. Okay, we'll get to them. Dumb, we'll get to them. Dumb, right. dumb. <laughs> well, yes, well said. Uh, yeah, this is what Chi-Chi's crew does yeah uh it is not a very highbrow sport no. um and uh it will be used to comic effect in this episode. wasn't there a recent uh uh, uh kind of retro show tribute to ro- roller derbies i or think movie? there was i can't remember there i think so yes I, just like glow I'll, did gorgeous glow did wrestling. wrestling yeah right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i thought there was a similar one for that. i think there was weird weird thing so uh, we have a now we have a new establishing shot. There's a lot of oh, establishing one more shots. visual. Yes. That yeah. I just I mean the visual of, of of Felix with that pillow putting Murray's head and in his nose onto the pillow is such. A lot hilarious. of the comedy from this scene and other scenes comes from Murray's facial expressions in general. Has such a hangdog. Face, yeah, 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 being sad, a, being happy. Right. Yeah, know. it's a great. Yeah. This is this is Al Molinaro's episode. Um, so the new, so there's a lot of weird establishing shots in this episode. <clears throat> so we have establishing shot of the FDR drive, which has no police car on it. I could see. And then we have a police car, which I guess we're supposed to believe is Murray's driving down some Avenue in the city. I could not figure out what Avenue it was, but there's someone in the passenger seat of that car that I could tell. Then we have a new scene, which we've not seen in a while, which is Felix and I, since season one, or maybe Maybe yeah. it happened in two. We Felix and Oscar walking down a New York City street with dubbed over dialogue. Yeah. They're walking right. west on West 54th Street. Now, there's another scene later of them outside doing something, which is taken right. from season one, episode two. Mm. So I don't know. I'm presuming that this scene, I didn't take the time to go find this scene. I have a feeling this scene is not filmed for this episode. It was filmed yeah. long ago. I Right. I uh, The giveaway here is that right? They, they we all know that before season one, before they started the whole thing, they did a number of location shots that they reused frequently, especially throughout the first two seasons. And the giveaway to me in this shot you're talking about is that Oscar's have, Klugman has wearing that little hat that he's, you can see him wearing in the, in the opening credits. Yeah. You know, they show yeah, them walking yeah. down the street yeah. together. Uh, he's got that same hat on. And so, and where they're clearly, they're walking, it's like Midtown. They just did a bunch of shots in Midtown. You see them walking in the credits, you see them walking up Sixth Avenue, in like around Bryant Park, and then we now we see them walking on the Fifty Fourth and Park or Madison, so it's like they're in the same <laughs> area. I think they're between Fifth and Sixth at this point. Is I oh think well, that's that, even makes more because sense. Because right the now. the big awning there is one West Fifty Fourth Street, yeah, yeah, yeah which right, is right, right. which now is you're a, right West University a, Club. I looked it up too. Yeah, yeah, it's the University. So, so uh, it's weird that all of it, I agree, it's weird all of a sudden that they're bringing for this episode. But again, maybe it makes sense because it was taped earlier in season three. It almost feels still using that. It almost feels like they didn't have enough footage to finish the episode. And they maybe had that to, too. they That's had to, point. or they didn't film certain pieces of dialogue. So they had to cover it this That's way. That's a good point that they, right, that the episode was in kind of a mess and they had to clean it up. Maybe that's game. why they held it so long. Also, maybe, besides maybe. your theory, right? So right. the dialogue. And, uh, yep. Yeah. I'm just oh. saying it, it. It's certainly true that these these uh, two clips they have of the uh, location shots are totally inorganic and unnecessary. Yes, and they definitely feel uh, <laughs> like yeah. stuck in. 
The so dialogue we hear is Oscar, did you ask Murray how long he is going to stay? Felix says indefinitely or until Mimi comes to her senses. Oscar says, I'm going to call her. Felix says, no. Oscar says, I haven't had a decent night's sleep in a week. He's driving me nuts. And then Felix says, I don't know why I do. I don't know why I do all the work. And that leads to the next scene. Felix, I've been here a whole week, and this is the best breakfast ever. It's only been a week. <laughs> breakfast, 1130 at night. Oh, gee, it's really nice of you fellas. It's almost like having breakfast with Mimi. Breakfast was our favorite meal. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on, you're doing so beautifully. All right, Oscar, give him a question from the sergeant's quiz. I want to go to bed at some uh, How close is a car allowed to park near a fire hydrant? Gee, that's a toughie. <laughs> Me and I didn't get that far yet. How long have you been working on it? Well, next month makes 11 years. <laughs> All that time, Mimi and me studying. From arson to zip guns. It was wonderful. Steady, come on. Don't look back. You gotta face the future with confidence. Come on. Off to work we go. Here we go, Officer Greshler. Our guardian, protector of the city. There we are. Doesn't he look nice? A real policeman. Your hat fits like a glove. Doesn't he look nice, Oscar? Take off. Thanks, Felix. Right now, Chi-Chi's waiting for me to escort her safely from the roller rink. As a duly authorized officer of the law, I must not shirk my responsibilities. I bid you good day, gentlemen. Hey, Columbo. <laughs> I forgot something. Just like Mimi. Just, she is so nice and shiny. I cleaned the gun and changed the bullets. <laughs> See you later. Keep smiling. <laughs> there goes one of New York's finest. Yeah, if you like blubber and blue. <laughs> I'll tell you something, Felix. He goes out. Oh, come. That's it. Oh, Oscar. Have a heart. Now, go on the bed. Oscar, how can you desert Murray in his hour of need? His hour of need always comes in the middle of the night. But if... If we throw him out right after his wife's thrown him out, he'll be horribly humiliated. Well, he likes to be humiliated. That's why he became a cop. Oh, Oscar. Felix, another week of midnight breakfast. You on suicide patrol, I'll be making ostrich under medical supervision. Now, this apartment was not meant for three. This apartment was not meant for two, but that's already a whole different story. Oh, boy, are you abusive when you're sleeping. What am I supposed to do? All day I have to tiptoe around because Murray is sleeping. At night I can't sleep because Murray's awake. It's like living with an owl. <laughs> socks off. What are you doing? We're going to fresh pay for tomorrow. <laughs> you, you were always here making lunch for him four o'clock in the morning. You think I like to get up at four o'clock in the morning and make lunch? He was so appreciative the first time I did it, poor guy. I just don't have the heart to yeah, stop. Yeah, but Chris, how long is it going to go on? I never know what time of the day it is. I went out to cover a hockey game at nine o'clock in the morning. Even the puck was asleep. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of watching Captain Kangaroo and then going to bed. So there's a cut scene here um, after that because this that scene ends abruptly. But in the in the streaming version on Paramount Plus, which we didn't mention, that's where it's available. The dialogue is still there. Oh, so what you're I, playing is from the DVD. No, no, I'm playing from Paramount Plus. Oh, okay. But the scene that's cut, the closed captioning is still there for the scene that's cut. And what it says is, and I remember this from, from yeah. watching it, Oscar says, I want to be like normal human people. I want to see the sun in the morning and the moon at night. And he starts to sing that song, which is Irving Sun Berlin's in the morning and the moon at night. I want Annie the sun Gitter. in the morning and the moon at night. And he says, look at me, I'm singing now. Something like that. <laughs> it's Irving Berlin's song from Annie Get Your Gun, sung by Ethel Merman. And, but they cut it because, I guess, for music rights. Once again. Right. And, and I remember, feel, I remember the scene. He, they both start Felix singing. Start, yeah. 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 And Oscar looks at him, gives him that look, and Felix says, what? I thought you wanted to sing. Right. And it's Oscar's realizing how crazy he is because he's now singing <laughs> right. the song randomly um, at, in the middle of the night. But they can't stop Oscar from, uh, from singing just a line of it in the, late, in the next scene. Right. Wait, it does, it does show up very quickly <laughs> later. And by the way, this apartment is made for two. I know Oscar's making a point to Felix. Yes. But he says, this apartment isn't made for three. It's not even made for two. But Two it bedroom. is, it is, yeah. 
and maybe three bathrooms, according to somebody else who says, you know, we yeah. saw that earlier. <clears throat> Next scene, we have a cop car turning onto Park Avenue. Then we have another outside shot with dialogue. And this is Felix and Oscar jogging in Central Park. And then Felix jogs ahead. Oscar's tired, sits on a, on a fence and hails a cab. But that episode is from season one, episode two, The Fight of Felix, when Felix was training to fight that boxer guy. Slap my collar. And I, it's just, it, it annoys me that they reuse that scene. Especially, yeah. So the dialogue they're having is just more complaining about Murray. It has yeah. nothing to do with exercising or working out. Oscar says, slow down. Felix says, it's good for you. Oscar says, I hate it. Felix says, then why did you get up this morning? Oscar says, who got up with Murray and his cockamamie hours? Who sleeps? Felix says his schedule is no worse than a doctor's. Oscar says, throw him out and find a doctor who has trouble at home. At least he'd be there to make house calls. So basically, they took the scene and they threw in some lines about slow down you know right to fit the uh, image but, yeah there's no reason they're jogging all of a sudden <clears throat> and so. right which oscar hates to do like the only times that happens is like that's the whole point of the episode felix is trying to get oscar to stay in shape yeah uh so now we have a new scene felix and murray are sitting at the dining room table with drawing pads in front of a bowl of fruit murray says i don't know felix i just don't think i got artistic ability Felix says, oh, come on, that's defeatist talk again, Murray, and from a constable. Let me see mm -hmm. what you got here. And he takes Murray's notebook and he looks at it and says, that's a banana. Now, would I say, now that would say I am a banana to anyone who would look at it. And then Oscar comes in. Now, he does come in singing Sun in the Morning, but it's a very, very short period of time and it's low. So maybe there is some determination that that was fair use, I guess. Uh, he's very upbeat. And Felix tells Murray to show him what he drew. And that leads to our next clip, which is a long one. It's five and a half minutes. It's your nose. <laughs> it's a banana. Same difference. Go wash your hands. Why? Because they're yellow. Go wash your hands. No, they're not. Will you go wash your hands? I want to talk to Felix behind your back. <laughs> you want me to leave the room? Yes, Van Gogh. Would you pay another banana or an apple or your chin or something? You don't mind, do you? Of course not. Who am I to mind? <laughs> I went to see Mimi, and I convinced her to come here. She'll be here any minute. Will she take him back? I don't know. She didn't say for sure. But I think the minute she sees him, everything's going to fall oh, into place. Oh, oh, let's pray. That's <laughs> I can hear good news. Who do you think gave me these? Two tiny winos? <laughs> Two sweetest stewardesses. Remember? Yes. I made a date with them for Saturday night. Now you know why Murray has to go back with Mimi. And let's face it. Murray should be back with Mimi, right? Absolutely. Let me handle this. Murray! What are you going to do? Let me handle this. <laughs> Murray? Come here, I want to talk to you. Yeah. Sit down, Murray. Over there? Yes, right there. <laughs> Murray. Marriage. Marriage is a beautiful thing. It is the union of two people. Tell they, him, not me. <laughs> based on devotion and understanding. It's a union in which each member cares more for the welfare of the other than he cares for himself. Such a union, Murray, is strong. Yeah, like the Teamsters. <laughs> what God hath joined together, let no man tear asunder. Amen, amen. Murray, you and Mimi, after 18 years, you got too much going for you to just throw it away. <sighs> Murray, Mimi is right outside that door now. Hi, Mimi. Hello, Murray. It's nice to see you. It's nice to see you too, Mimi. Isn't this nice? Nice and beautiful. Just beautiful. Murray. I have something to say. She, she has something to say. Listen very carefully. What is it? Mary, I want you to come home. Uh, you mean it? Does she mean it? Do you have the pit of power of a heart? Of course you mean it. Go, you'll be oh, happy. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. This is a joyous occasion. <laughs> Let's revel in the moment. No, I think they'd rather revel by themselves. Go, you'll revel in the party. Oh, this calls for a celebration. Yeah, yeah, Mimi, 
Murray. Oh, you two wonderful, beautiful people, Mimi Murray. Oh, believe me, I know what's in your heart. Oh, Mimi, you're such a wonderful person. I have a feeling that everything, Mimi. <laughs> I can count on you to make yourself the kind of wife that Murray needs. Well... I know that you will not make the same mistakes again. Felix! What do you mean? Sit down, Mimi. Sweetheart, if you can't recognize a few problems, if you're not willing to make a few changes in yourself, then you're doomed to failure. I'll handle this one. <laughs> Mimi, this man came to us, a pathetic, broken toy. Somebody had broken his spirit. He had no pride, he had no confidence, he had no personality. That's what you left me to work with, me. Look at him now. After one week, he has poise, he has confidence, he can draw a banana. <laughs> Me, don't just sit there, Murray. Take out your gun and shoot him. <laughs> your function now must be to build him up, to increase his self-respect. Mimi, darling, this is crucial. You've got to do better. Murray, say something. <clears throat> Mimi, how come you never get up at 4 a.m. and make my lunch like Felix does? <laughs> Because I'm not a compulsive neurotic like Felix. I don't sit in my own home and listen to this. Come on, Murray, let's go. I'm not going, Mimi. What? I'm understood here. I belong here. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to my room. <laughs> Goodbye, Oscar. Tell Murray when he wants to come home to let me know. Nice seeing you, Mimi. <laughs> Dear Abby. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have believed the repressed hostility in that one? <laughs> what are you doing? Saving your life. <laughs> so where is Murray sleeping? Good question. Maybe there is a third bedroom uh, because no one seems to be sleeping on the couch. Right. They never have it set up for that. Yeah. Maybe on that cot. Right. There is the cot. So there's a lot in that scene. My, what, my favorite moment from this entire show is the one I always remember this episode is the bit, which they do twice, of Felix asking Murray to sit. <laughs> Murray says here, and Felix says yes. I love that. <laughs> I just love that bit. He's such a little boy. Yeah. Um, this is a great example, of course, of Felix the meddler ruining a situation yeah. that had already been solved. Now you really, cr really cringeworthy way. Yes. Now you, you, we and I discussed this on email this weekend when Mer Mimi walks in. We'll talk about who plays Mimi in a second. There's a, some music played. Yeah. That I did not recognize, but it was listed in the closed captioning as the theme song from Love Story. But right. You spent and now, a half an hour trying to find. Yeah. It. So, so I just want to say I did not watch the credits the uh, captions uh but i recognize it seemed familiar but i couldn't place it right away and but i just i i recognized it as like famous love theme from 70s movie and my first guest was a man and a woman which was the very popular Joe french Clay Burr? film no that's, not no, that's a that's a day woman on the edge dangerous woman? whatever no. um no man and Woman was a french one that's the one that goes that 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 do you do 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 yeah do, 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 do. okay it turns out though that was a good uh i was close because the same that led me to down a rabbit hole of composer francis lay who did the love story theme oh. and so so he wrote like two of the major uh 70s romantic uh themes and love story a 1970 film right it came out in december 1970 and is the number one box office grocer of movies released in 1970 wow you know it's box hey, office guess, yeah and you guess know. what studio produced love paramount yeah because they're right paramount plus is actually rebooting 
oh. reimagining Love Story as something they announced for Paramount Plus. Interesting. Uh, which explains why they have the rights to it, I imagine. Exactly. It's, it's Isn't that fan- great? Yeah. That's one song that get one they can't cut, right? Uh, yeah. They own it because they made the movie. They yeah. own it. I, I guess so. I mean, I, yeah. I would assume what's his we name assume, had yeah. some yeah. sort of rights, maybe the uh, publishing. But It was of- also released as a hit single by Andy Williams with the lyrics, um, Where Do I Begin? Yeah, I, when, I was, when I was doing some research, I found that. Uh, so it is, a, so it's very funny to yes. have. It's also a very funny counterpoint to, to for Mimi and uh, uh, Murray, who are not quite Ryan O'Neill and uh, Ali McGraw. Yes, and to the audiences of this era, it's a very, it's very funny. Meaning, well, the music is instantly recognizable. I have yeah. to imagine. So Jane Duo plays Mimi, who we just discussed last week, played Oscar's mother in the Odd Couples, the episode where uh, Oscar doesn't tell his mother he's divorced and you have some theory about that yeah, this is the, which i, I already have, had the theory about the yeah, soil and green mm-hmm. thing because she is in soil and green right which is why she couldn't play oscar's mother uh in the odyssey episode, couple obviously odyssey couple yeah right uh so this has been bugging us all season right that how they got the same actress who plays oscar's mother to later play meet murray's wife <laughs> and then when they needed Oscar's mother again, they got a different actress. Um, is it later or did she play this first? Well, we thought because of what the air dates, we right. thought we were wondering why would they bring back Oscar's mother as uh, Mimi? So of course now we know that she played Mimi first. So mm-hmm. that raises the question of why would, would they cast her only a f- few episodes later, frankly, because Odd, uh, Odd Couples is like middle of the season. And uh, so here's, but here's my theory that yeah. I learned that I'm deducing from Edward Gross's book. And it will blow your mind. Uh, in, are you prepared to have I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm listening. I'm... So, <laughs> all right. The giveaway, Mr. Gross lists uh, cast list and writer and director. Uh, but what's weird is under Odd Couples, he lists, uh, you know, Brett Summers and Janice Hansen, uh, Blanche and Gloria, and someone named Fran Ryan, and does not list Jane Dulo. So uh, I looked up who this Fran Ryan. She from be. Beverly Hillbilly, no? Yes. Oh, yes. Well, yeah, Granny. What? Right. Well, she has many credits of shows like that. I noticed though, uh, the, her only recurring role was oh, no, on. She's not Granny. No, but she did. Uh, I, that's one of her credits. Um, but she, yeah, not did not have a huge amount of credits in prior to Odd Couple. But she's the same age. She's the same age as uh, Irene Ryan Irene. is who I'm thinking of. By the way, that's yeah, exactly Danny. okay. Right. Um, so you're so you're suggesting this was a last minute replacement? Yes, because I think what Gross is working with, he's working like with the sh- the shooting script, the original scripts and cast lists i'm so i say i'm there seems to have been a replacement at last minute replacement right and um what i noticed most about fran ryan is her recurring role her only recurring role was on green acres and, yeah. inc- and then other shows including one one of one shot appearances on brady bunch uh partridge family uh peyton place jane dulo is a very different personality for someone who would not have been cast on those shows because she's a very ethnic, frankly, Jewish mother type being Jewish herself. Uh, I have a, now, I don't know, maybe Fran Ryan left under, you know, totally uh, amicable circumstances, but Fran Ryan would have seen maybe miscast if they wanted to play Oscar's mother as a Jewish mother. Oh, you, so you're suggesting it wasn't a last minute replacement. It was intentional. Like she didn't, couldn't make it it wasn't that she couldn't make it they didn't want her you're suggesting it's like they changed uh, it, they changed me, my theory right yeah. we will never know unless we find the people involved but they're all dead um but i get the this seems to me like a deliberate change like we made the wrong choice like we're going in a different direction oh now what gary marshall gary marshall uh work jane dulo is one of his actresses she's in every show he worked in in the 60s so clearly he knows her very well and even though he had cast her and Mimi very early on, right, over yeah. the summer, whenever yeah. they did 
this this episode when he finds that for some reason they may have decided to delay Murray anyway. I see that they do that. They some episodes are just they just air four or five months later for whatever reason. Maybe they didn't like it, whatever. But when they were cast, when they got around to doing odd couples, I think uh, Murray was still in the Murray came to dinner is still in the can. Uh, he sees an opportunity. Says, "I would rather have Jane Dulo in this part." And will delay Murray who came to dinner to the end of the season, so that six months from now, oh. no one will remember. That and makes in, sense. and in fact, Odd Couples uh, aired on in October. So what he was saying is, it's now October. If we put this on in March, no one will remember because no one has DVRs, right, or DVDs. That makes sense to me. Yeah. But then, yeah. and they figured you know, there'll be no problem. Well, suddenly, for some reason, just to complicate things. Why do they do the Odyssey couple? Right. Suddenly the script for the Odyssey couples comes down from a different writer. These are different writers on all three episodes. And for some reason, the Odyssey couple needs Oscar's mother again, probably just to put the pressure on him to have a steady girlfriend. Or and, and Gary Marshall must have just said, fuck it at the end. And we're just going to get another, because then at the end of the season, they have the Murray came to dinner and they can't use Jane Dulo that close to it. So they're hoping by the time Odyssey Couple airs, which is in March, they're just saying people won't remember. And they get a new actress, uh, Elvia Allman, who we saw last couple of weeks ago, knowing that he's got the Murray Came to Dinner episode coming up in two weeks. Okay. That all makes sense to me. I mean, yeah, it sounds plausible that that has something to do with that. Good job. So it just shows Columbo. <laughs> just one more question. <laughs> well, the, uh, so they just referenced Columbo in that clip. Yes, that's yeah, very, yeah, very apt. Yeah. It's, uh, it shows the liberties they could take in those days, knowing that no one, there was no home video. Right, exactly. And people, <laughs> and probably no, I don't, also would guess the repeats were they could pick any episode they wanted or ABC could. Right. Yeah. Well, that's very interesting. And maybe somebody will write in with any information they have. Yes, there could be more information out there. A couple of visuals from that scene we didn't mention is that when Felix says two tiny winos, Oscar is showing him two little bottles of liquor. And like the airplane, end, airplane, airplane issue, right. right. <laughs> and at the end, Oscar handcuffs himself between his legs when he says saving your life. So the handcuffs were done <laughs> to prevent him from scrambling Felix. So we have a new scene. We have the New York City skyline at dusk. Felix is in the kitchen stirring a pot, tired. Oscar comes out in an undershirt and pajama bottoms, also tired, and says, it's four o'clock in the morning. What are you doing here? Felix says, what do you think I'm doing at four o'clock in the morning, making Murray's lunch? Oscar says, second question, why are you still living here? Felix mm -hmm. says, you think that's witty, Oscar? Oscar says, at four o'clock in the morning, you're going to have to settle for Surly. Felix shouts, mm -hmm. nobody said you had to get up at four o'clock in the morning. Oscar says, how can I sleep with Murray singing in the bathroom? Felix says, Murray singing. Oscar says, 19 choruses of I Feel Pretty. <laughs> Felix says, but you see, that's wonderful. He's expressing his independence, his manhood. Now I'll help him with that. And that leads to our fourth clip. Don't you understand? You're creating a monster. Nosenstein! <laughs> Well, at least somebody is cheery this morning. You know, I sing all the time now. These last couple of days have made a new man out of me. I seldom even think about going back to Mimi. I do. Oh, Felix, I won't have time to eat my lunch. Just put it in the bag, will you? Beef strong enough in the bag? Oh, well, I'll just pick up a hot dog on the way. Don't worry. Oscar? Got mushrooms in? Yeah. Hey, you know something? This apartment is just too small for three swinging bachelors. I think I'm going to start looking around for a bigger place. Hey, rest up, you guys. Tonight is Saturday night, and I know you got something wild planned for us. <laughs> Look out, world! Murray Gressler's coming through! to destroy Nosenstein. <laughs> so the, the next scene... Nosenstein, Nosenstein. Next scene, Oscar's on the phone saying goodbye to somebody. He gets off and says, I don't believe I just postponed a date with two long, lean Swedish legs for one big fat cop. 
He says this as he walks to the dining room table where Felix is setting up a board game. Felix says, I just hope this works. Oscar says, mm-hmm. it will. Felix says, you think we could fool him? Oscar says, are you kidding? Anything fools Murray. Last year, five criminals got away from him by yelling, hey, your shoe's untied. And now we'll play our uh, next clip. Something bigger to work? Yeah, come on, sit down. Play Barchisi with us. You can have brown. Yeah, grab a chair. We'll have cocoa soon. Cocoa? Yeah. I put a sprig of cinnamon in it for tang. It keeps your anxiety in abeyance. <laughs> hey, boxcar! <laughs> come on, boys, do your stuff. Four, five, hey, six, Oscar, seven, Felix, nine. this is Saturday night. We're supposed to have dates. You know, kicks, fun. Uh, fun. He wonders why we're not having fun. You're looking at a very depressed man. Usually... He puts up a good front, but <clears throat> something happens to a man when he hasn't had a date in six months. Uh, girls who go out with divorced men, they don't want a meaningful relationship. <laughs> They're only out for what they can get. <laughs> six months? But you go out, Oscar. I've always seen you with great knockouts. Ah, ah but where are they now, man? Face it, the swinging single life is a fake. Come on, grab a chair. Join the game. Later, we're going to make tiny fudge balls. <laughs> the winner gets to lick the spoon. Guys, I don't want to interrupt your game. I think I'll just go out and maybe walk my old beat. Well, if you come in after 10, try to hold it down, will you? We'll be sleeping. Child. Nine. The girls are waiting. Let's get dressed. <laughs> So now we have a new scene, another POV Parcheesi, shot. Ted. Parcheesi, Ted. Yes, yes. I just want to get that in there. We have another outside shot. It's a POV of a siren driving through Times Square, which also was from either some other episode or something else in the Paramount uh, vault. Yeah. Oscar and Felix, we're now back in the living room, so there's no reason for that shot at all. Oscar mm-hmm. and Felix are dressed in suits. are about to leave the house. Oscar says, very excited, come on, Felix, we won't wait for a cab, we'll run across town. They open the door, and Murray's standing there. And he says, Oscar, Felix, nobody should be alone on a Saturday night. You guys going somewhere? And they both say no, and Felix says, we're just going down to the laundry room. (laughs) In jackets and ties. Murray says, hey, guess what? Old Murr has done for you boys. You didn't have dates? I got you dates. And he turns to the door that serves as a peephole in the main door, that little door that he pushed his nose through. Um, and says, hold it, girls. Gentlemen, may I present the captain of the Jersey City Jammers, Miss Chichi Caballero. And that brings <laughs> us to this next clip. Hi, hi! Uncle O'Brien and Lulu the Bird. Nice to meet you. Likewise, I'm sure. Hey, they had a good hour between games, so I thought we would have a little fun. What are we going to do? Well, we could ask them to fix our car. I've got it. I've got it. Come get it. Hey, uh, who wants to butt heads? No, let's not. Oh. We got a problem here. Even if we wanted to go out with these girls, which we don't, we can't. We have a date, remember? Yeah, so I know why. What? You tell me. Hey, Felix, honey, you got anything to wet my whistle on as dry as a rusty nail? Oh, hey, honey, beer, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Felix, thanks. She seems to be your kind of person. <laughs> so she has one good habit. <laughs> we got problems here. Look. We have a date with the girls, right? Here's what we'll do. We take these girls out. Now, when they have to go to work, we'll split. Then we'll pick up the other girls. Okay, good, good. good. One thing. What? I'm not taking the plain one. (laughs) Plain one? Which one is the plain one? Murray's the prettiest one out there. You ready to go, Miss Boom Boom? No, honey, you got it wrong. I'm Lulu. She's Boom Boom and that's Chi Chi. Lulu, Boom Boom, Chi Chi, Dum Dum. Boom, boom, chee-chee, dum-dum. Put it together, it sounds like a rhythm. Yeah, Lulu, boom, boom, chee-chee, dum-dum. Lulu, boom, boom, chee-chee, dum-dum. Lulu, boom, boom, chee-chee, dum-dum. Come on, Oscar. Let's not use our right names, okay, Howard? <laughs> The key visual there is they're doing a conga line dance out of the apartment into the hallway. Also, I guess this is an, this can be knowingly an inside a joke, but they don't have a car. 
So Oscar right. saying that they can fix my car <laughs> is is falsehood. But I guess but one could argue it's, it's, it's just funny. a joke. Yeah. yeah. And even inside the world, if we did, yeah. if I didn't have a car and you and you and I were bachelors and we were sharing an apartment <laughs> and you brought over roller derby queens and I said that line, I could still see myself saying that line even if we yes, don't have a car. Right. Right. Which I'm I'm not saying would not happen. But right. Good. Um, by the way, I looked up and there was I don't think there was a roller derby drama uh, that was made by anybody. Oh, there was okay. there were I, shows that had roller derby and there was a sitcom about oh, roller damn derby. it, Ted. Now the now my idea is out there and someone's going to steal it. Well, get hurry. Get to it. You oh. can get it first. Right. And we have proof here that you came up with it kind of. And that, that's and true. Okay. Uh, so Chi Chi is played by Patty Reagan, who did some TV in the <clears throat> 60s and 70s including that girl, Andy Griffith, and Get Smart. Lulu is played by Barbara Deitch, D-A-I-T-C-H. She only has three acting credits on IMDb. And she's also listed as an assistant to Mia Farrow on a TV movie. So I don't think acting was this person's um, passion. And then Boom Boom has no, there's no listed credit for whoever played Boom Boom. Well, to be fair, it's only Chi-Chi that really has dialogue, I guess. Well, Boom Boom, doesn't Boom Boom say something too? Or no, maybe she doesn't. Well, Lulu says something, which is why she gets a credit. Oh. Yep. Uh, so next we see footage of roller derby. Well, I also want to just say, yeah. okay, Howard. Yeah. I, I found that, <laughs> you seem amused by that line, and I I don't know, I found it very, like, just let's, very let's, let's not use our Let's not use our real names, okay, Howard? Uh, so now we see footage of, ro- of roller derby, and it actually kind of looks like these three women are playing roller derby. Like I'm sure that it's. I didn't not. look that closely. Yeah, I mean, I've always I've always noticed this that I always like wondered. I don't really wonder it now, but I think back in the day, I used to think that looks like these three women, but maybe it's just a type. And it's a fair amount of roller. I didn't time it, but it's like it's not a five yeah. second shot. Now well, we go. Maybe they are filling time. It does feel like they're filling time. And now we go back to the apartment after the roller derby uh, footage. Oscar, it's wrong. It's wrong. Do you know what you just did? You ditched Lulu, Boom Boom, and Chi Chi in a New York City street after dark. Yeah, well, if we're lucky, they won't hurt anybody. <laughs> what a night. And we lost those two sweetest long legs. Hey, wasn't that exciting? You see the way Chi Chi bashed that old skinner right up to the wall? Boom! <laughs> that was in the restaurant after the match. <laughs> oh, that was one heck of an evening. A wild, swinging night of the town! Wow! He's got a date with Godzilla's niece, a riot at the roller rink, and he thinks he had a good time. Exactly. He thinks he had a good time. Didn't he? Oh, of course not. It is so obvious. That man is deluding him. Wait. I'm going to prove something. What are you going to do? Just wait. Just wait. Murray! Murray! No! Come here, Murray. I want to talk to you. Yeah. Sit down, Murray. Here? Yes. Can I sit down over here? Yeah. <laughs> Murray, I was watching you tonight. You're a very unhappy man. I am? You know how you're fooling yourself? I've known you a good long time, Murray. Your place is with Mimi. Remember the words of Shakespeare. This above all to thine own self be true. Hamlet, act one, Polonius to his son, Laertes. You're right, Felix. You're absolutely right. I'm going to start packing. That was wonderful. A miracle. How'd you do it? I am able to communicate my thoughts to others. I have that gift. I've had it all my life. Really? Now, you see, if I hadn't told him that, he would have continued to delude himself. Uh He would have gone on believing he was happy. He would never realize and recognize he belongs with me. Mimi, what are you doing here? Mary called me from some restaurant. He said deep down he really wasn't having a very good time being a swinging bachelor. (laughs) I should come pick him up. Just park and go in and help him, darling. Mary! Erase all that. Erase what you said. I guessed that that's what he had done. I did, but I didn't have the courage to say what I had guessed. You see, my problem is I lack confidence. 
aren't you deluding yourself when you say, I think I enjoy living with Oscar? Remember Macbeth? Act two, scene one, Macduff, two Macbeth, those immortal words. Why don't you move out? That has got to be like the shortest tag. Yeah. <laughs> but not not terrible. Not terrible, but an old standby of just move out. Yeah. Like there's nothing right, right there. Right. Um, I, I, so I describe this episode as enjoyable enough, but there's no belly laughs. There's a lot of moments I enjoy. Uh, uh, again, my favorite thing is when Felix wants Murray to sit down. Um, and it's, I, I didn't really notice until doing this research, how stretched this episode is and how weird it is for the, all the reasons we've discussed. Yeah. But Al Murnau is great. It's it is a great premise to have Murray live with him, and um, so I give it a three out of five Murrays because it's perfectly enjoyable, just not particularly. Uh, well, it is memorable. I mean, Lulu, Gigi, Boom Boom, Dum Dum, and some mm. of the bits are memorable, but there's not moments that are I think really laugh out loud. It's just all sorts of kind of enjoyable bits. Um. You know, I, the, the, I also love the sit down, Murray, here. Here, sir? Yes. Yeah, that's what <laughs> Because I, yeah. those, but the, it's not just that. It's like a, listening to it again. I love how both scenes are the follow the same pattern. Yeah. You know, in the first one, he quotes the Bible. In the second one, he quotes Shakespeare. He's like, you know, they just replicate the whole bit again. Uh, and that's, that's really clever. Uh, I like it even more than you do. Uh, despite the possibility that the creators did not like the show uh they wanted to kill it or put it off um uh that they had to fill it with lots of uh time killers but i found it i was surprised how much i enjoyed it um not just i think i laughed more than you did i found more things genuinely um laugh out loud funny but i also was touched by the uh the storyline about murray's predicament and it kind of it's one of those episodes that really like starts to get at the nature of divorce and what's going on in the culture at the time and uh and murray's arc of going from you know such a you know sad little boy to being like a over-the-top uh you know playboy uh partier is uh is really interesting i mean melanar is great i mean this really is one of the episodes that show we have to acknowledge that he's murray is made into such an idiot in so many episodes that it's nice to see him as a human being um uh, i think uh felix the tony randall uh, there i mean klugman's actually really shines in this that he is um, his urgency and his his frustration with both felix and murray he's got two terrible roommates uh and the way felix keeps sabotaging everything and in his uh, dealings with mimi which that scene with Mimi is like really hard to take. Like Felix, is, that's one of the, the, the worst that Felix gets in his, uh, uh, his uh, meddling, call it meddling. meddling. Right. Um, so I found there was a lot going on. That was interesting. And uh, it's unfortunate that there are those weird location shots that have nothing to do with it. And um, I like the role of uh, the throwing in the roller derby stuff is just great. Obviously great uh, at, uh, a 70s uh, atmosphere but they also are a great a great uh, monkey wrench to throw into this you know and the idea of felix and oscar being set up with them is really funny what's so your number? i found a lot to like you didn't give it your uh, four i get four murrays i give it one more murray than you did all right well that's our coverage of the season three finale of two more seasons to go and uh we've done two We've done, and two. we have two to go. That means we are well, we halfway got, through the podcast. I mean, I will say we've done three, even though we did one of them. In one well, let's episode. just say, let's just say we've done two full seasons. Two full seasons. Although season two, we did cram a few episodes together. I think between the one episode we did about season one yes. and the one episode we did about the four or five season two ones, that counts as yeah. All right, and what I'm not, saying is, I think we're kind of halfway, or yes, more than halfway. We're more than halfway. We have, but we're not. We are, we're not going to skip or cram together other episodes even the frog episode we will cover. whoa really okay yeah um well if we covered odyssey couple we're covering frog Roy by Clark. the way i there are some there's a whole facebook polling thing going on the i love the uh, odd couple facebook page and i found i saw i'm pretty sure i saw this that the frog episode like got a lot of votes for like 
you know, in best the, ever. Well, not best ever. There was favorite, a favorite. There was a brackets thing. Oh, had, right, 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 right. And I saw the frog like beat out two of the episodes. So I definitely am learning that my perception of maybe not the best episodes, but my perception of the bad episodes aren't necessarily match everyone else, especially with season one. Right. Although Odyssey couple, by the way, the amount of comments on the Facebook yeah. page after we posted yeah. that was unexpected. People do definitely. I think we episode. finally found one that there was a lot. I even yes. asked, I solicited yes, I know. Def- defenses of that episode. Yeah. So we finally found, I used to think every episode has some fans. And if, if you're out there, please let us know. Uh, yes, email but, us at 1049. Or, or keep it to yourself. I don't know. 1049pod at gmail.com <laughs> is a place to send us feedback. Look out, Garrett. Ted Linhart's coming through. Four words for you, Ted. Lulu. Boom, boom. Chi-chi, dum-dum. Goodbye, everybody.